Okie dokie, let me see. Okay, I'll start right here. Uh, we uh, have not merely capitalized certain industries. Capitalized certain industries. Industries, yeah. We have capitalized the labor and inventors and undertaken to employ all the labor-saving devices that come out of them. But a fresh labor-saving device introduced in to the industry does not emancipate emancipate the labors in that industry so that so much that it evicts them. Applied at the expense of agriculture, for example, the new process has reduced the part of the production of the population supporting itself upon the soil to a smaller and smaller fraction. Of course, no single labor-saving process is fatal. It brings on a period of unemployed labor and unemployed capital, but soon a new industry is devised which will put them both back to work again and the new commodity is thrown upon the market. The labors were sufficiently embarrassed in the meantime, but according to the theory, they were eventually, they will eventually be taken care of. It is now the public with a public which is embarrassed. It feels obligated to purchase that commodity for which it had expressed no desire. But it is, but it is invented to make its budget equal to the strain. Okay, that's still reading this, and it's a little bit over my head. I'm really not paying attention to it. I guess. Uh, okay. Well, all might yet be well and sustainably. And comfort might again up might again obtain, but for this, partly because of industrial ambitions, and partly because the repre- repressed creative impulse must break out somewhere, they there will be a stream of further labor-saving devices in all industries. And the cycle will have to be repeated over and over again. The result is the increasing disadjustment and instability. Okay, so basically, I guess in a nutshell, that's saying everything's going to come back again to the prime more, uh, well, basically the Green New Deal is basically what it is. Anyway, because everybody's trying to push back to the beginning of everything and instead of go forward. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm just probably just babbling. Okay, got a squiggly line. Okay, and then it says, It is an invectable consequences of industrial progress that production greatly returns to the rate of natural consumption. Okay, to overcome this, this partly, the producers disguised as the pure in idealist of progress must coerce and weed whittle the public into being long and steady consumers in order to keep the machines running. So the rise of modern advertising along with its twin personal uh, salesmanship is the most sufficient development of our industrialism. Advertising means to persuade means to persuade the consumer to want exactly what the implied science are able to furnish to them. It consults yeah, it consults the happiness of the consumer no more than it consults the happiness of the labor. It is the great effort of the false economy of life to prove itself. But its task grows more difficult every day. Then we got a squiggly line again. So that was one thought. Here's another thought. It is strange, of course, that the majority of men any, anywhere could ever, as with one mind, become enamored of industrialism, a system that has so little regards little regard for individual wants. There is eventually a kind of thinking that rejoices in setting up a social objective which has no relation to the individual. Men are prepared to sacrifice their private dignity and happiness to an abstract social idea and without asking whether the social ideal products the welfare of any individual man whatsoever. But it is, this is absurd. The re responsibility of men is of their own welfare and that of their neighbors, not of the hypothetical welfare of some fabulous created creature called society. Huh. Okay. Squiggly line. Opposed to the industrial so uh, society is the agrarian, which does not stand in particular needs of definition. An agrarian society is hardly one that has no use of all industries for professional vocations, vocation, for scholar or an artist, and for the life of cities. Technologically, perhaps, the agrarian society is one that 
is one in which agriculture is the leading vocation, whether for wealth, for pleasure, or for prestige, a form of labor, labor that is persuaded with intelligence and leisure, and that becomes the model to which, uh, which the other forms approach as as well as they may. Yeah, well, we live in a we um this area area is all agriculture. Okay, let me get back to this. But an agrarian uh, regiment, a regime, but an agrarian regime will be secured ready enough, readily enough, where the superfluous, superfluous industries are not allowed to rise against it. The theory of agrarianism is that the culture of the soul is best and most sensitive of vocations, and that therefore it should have the economic preference and enlist the maximum number of workers. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, squiggly line. These principles do not intend to be very specific in proposing any pr uh, practical measures. How many, uh, how may the little agrarian community resist the chapter of commerce, the chamber of commerce of its country seat, which is always trying to import some foreign industry that cannot be assimilated yeah assimilated to the life pattern of the community just what must the southerner southern leaders do to defend the tradition traditional southern life how many how may the southern and the western Agrarians unite for effective action. Should the Aquarian Aquarian force try forces try to capture the Demat, uh, Democratic Party <laughs> Democratic Party, which historically is so closely affiliated with the defense of individual yeah. Individualism. Ah. The community, the small community, the state, the South. <laughs> That's funny the way it stated that. Huh. Individualism, not anymore. The Democrats are not anymore. Oh, see, I listen too much to the news. Okay. Or must the Aguarians, even the Southern ones, Abandon the Democratic Party to its fate and try a new one. What legislation could most profit, prof, prof, profitably be championed by the power, powerful agrarians in the Senate of the United States? 
what anti-industrial measures might promise to stop the advance of industrialism or even undo some of them with the least harm to the those considered what policies should be persuaded by the educators who are who have a tradition in heart these and many other questions are the greatest importance but they cannot be answered here for uh, for in conclusion that much is clear if the community or the section or a race or an age is groaning under industrialism and yeah groaning under industrialism and will and well aware that it is an evil dispensation it must find a way to throw it off to think that it cannot be done is pusillanimous that's a funny word and if the whole community section community section race and age thinks it cannot be done it then it has simply lost its political genius and doomed itself to impotence. Impotence. I will take a stand. Is the that's what it says. And that was the introduction. That's a big introduction. Okay, now, um, and that's to page 20. Wow, XX is 20. Should know my Roman numbers. Okay, so the next thing I'm going to start with this, this next story by, um, uh, it's called Reconstruction. Ah, I remember the, I hated that when I had to learn that. And, um US history about the reconstruction. Oh, I'm so mad about it. But of course I probably was mad about it because all the family stories. Okay, you are listening to Loretta's Nash's um show and I'll be back in a bit. 